This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thanks for staying tuned. It is The Morning Run with Chong Jensen, Philip C and I'm Wong Xiaoning. It is 8.36 Monday, the 20th of February and in about 30 minutes, we have the my favourite time of the day, which is the opening bell, where we check in on how Bursa Malaysia begins the trading day. But before that, let's take a look at what's happening on the politics front because AMNO excuse me, an AMNO announced changes to its Supreme Council membership last week with Selangor AMNO Treasurer Tunku Datuk Safro Aziz newly, being newly appointed to this top leadership lineup. This comes after he signalled that he would be contesting one of the 25 seats in the council in order to serve the party better and rejuvenate it. Wow. Meanwhile, Dr. Lokman Nur Adam will be rejoining the party's Supreme Council after previously being sacked from the party in 2020. Lokman was known as a staunch backer of former AMNO president of the Sri Najib Razak. What exactly led to his expulsion was unclear, but former AMNO Secretary General Tan Sri Anwar Musa claimed Lukman was untruthful in many matters and that he had also attempted to create friction between Najib and the current party president of the Sri Ahmad Zahid Hamidi. For your information, Tan Sri Anwar Musa is now an outsider to the party, having been sacked in December 2022. Oh, how the tail spins. With new and old faces slowly making up the party's Supreme Council lineup, what does this mean for the future of AMNO? Will it solidify Zahid's position as the leader of the party, or will we see further divisions being sown once the internal polls happen? For more on this, we have on the line with us Dr. O. Isan, Principal Advisor at the Pacific Research Centre. Good morning, Isan. Always good to speak to you. First off, what do you make of Tunko Zafro's appointment to the party's Supreme Council? Uh, we cannot help but observe his stellar rise uh, in his political career, which began less than three years ago. Does this signal that he will be leading Amno's run in the Selangor state elections as their poster boy? Well, I think there are several fronts here. Number one, as a sitting cabinet member, as a minister of international trade and industry, typically uh, you would be appointed as a Supreme Council member of uh, of AMNO if you are not already one. Number two, uh, well, he signaled his intention to run for such a seat, right? So might as well appoint him and... Uh, uh, I mean, as was the, the tradition. And the third one uh, is indeed, as you said just now, namely, uh, well, uh, after having fired um, the, the stars in Amno, such as uh, Kairi Jamaluddin, such as, uh, what's his name again, the former uh, propaganda chief. Um, so, uh, Sharil Hamdan, is it? Yeah. Yes, Sharil Hamdan. Yeah. So you would need an, another um, sort of rising star in the party in order to, uh, for example, in this particular case, uh, lead the charge or rather lead the defense in, uh, in, the, in the Selangor State uh, Assembly. Now, the Tungu Zafru, I think um, it's, um, I wouldn't say ideal, but I think it's acceptable because while he is a, sort of a political star, not as bright as uh, Kairi Jamaluddin, but he's also not as unruly as uh, Kairi Jamaluddin. So for the power that be, for the mainstream faction in Amno, he's an acceptable figure. Yeah. So perhaps adding a bit of star power in coming upcoming elections. But you know, the biggest challenge with you know elections is having that grassroots support. That's one of his biggest challenges, isn't it? If he tries to you know lead Slango in this election, he has the professional experience 
but he doesn't have the grassroots support, does he? Yeah, yeah very right. Um, while, uh, of course, he's renowned as a banker and then as a finance minister and now the trade minister and so on, but what he lacks uh, is uh, like what the party president uh, has abundant supply of, namely uh, strong grassroots uh, support. Because in AMNO, you need to, um, I mean, build your way up, right? You need to, uh, for example, as a budding leader, you'll go to almost every divisional AGMs or meetings and then chat with uh, your fellow party leaders and members and uh, pat their shoulders and, and so on. You have to do that and that takes time. And for Tunku Zafru, I think time is not on his side in terms of building a grassroots support both within the party as well as with uh, the Selangor electorate uh, in general. And Isan, meanwhile, Lokman No Adam said he's rejoining the party Supreme Council after previously being sacked in 2020 for allegedly criticising party president Datuk Sri Zahid. Given the recent purge by Zahid, what does Lokman's comeback mean for the party's direction? Well, uh, I, I think it has a, a larger-than-life uh, implication. I've always been curious about, you know, what's really going on between Zahid and, of course, uh, uh, my ex-boss, uh, uh, Najib uh, Razak, right? Because both of them seem to uh, sort of helm uh, the, the mainstream faction in AMNO. But as we all know, um, well, it, I, I mean, in, in Chinese saying, you would say one mountain could not uh, harbor two tigers, right? And uh, as you said just now, uh, Lofman Adam was fired because I, perhaps he was too uh, uh, vociferous in defending the, uh, Najib, the, sometimes to the detriment of um, Zahid's interest, for example. But now, the AMNO really needs a, a lot of... Uh, star power, attack power, and so on, in order to defend itself against the green wave. And um, uh, Rahman Adam being uh, constantly on the attack mode, I think it's now, well, reluctantly have to be uh, welcome back to the party. Yeah. Okay, Isam, we know that Amno is heading to internal polls very soon, uh, in a matter of weeks. And at the same time, we can see divisions and there are pictures of one camp, which is like Ismail Sabri together with Hishamuddin and KJ being very close together. And of course, Zahid's camp. Is it very much the case where it is Zahid's team that will be dominant in these internal polls as we uh, in, in March? Well, yeah, more or less, as I said, Zahid uh, enjoys a very widespread uh, grassroots as well as rank and file support uh, within AMNO itself. And uh, therefore, I think it is expected that uh, he, his faction would win quite overwhelmingly in the coming uh, party polls. But of course, as you mentioned, people like KJ, people like uh, Hisham and so on, they are, of course, not happy with uh, either being fired by the party or having their uh, party uh, membership so-called frozen and so on. And I think, of course, they would then support uh, some candidates in order to at least put up some semblance of uh, fight within the party polls. Yeah. And how do you see this playing out in the state polls uh, that are coming up very soon? 
will it be the names that we see being uh, nominated to you know to contest will just be very much Zahid party loyalists? I I would I would tend to think so. To, uh, well, sometimes we must not uh, confuse with uh, the general star appeal of a particular leader or candidate, such as KJ, with uh, you know the the appeal within the party, which might not be as stellar as the external uh, appeal. Now, Zahid uh, over the years, I think he also groomed a number of uh, younger leaders who are loyal to him who are, shall we say, presentable. Uh, well, they are presentable, but I can't come up with one name yet. <laughs> um, I, I think in the Selangor post, you will see a number of them being presented, and hopefully their names will, will from hands-on uh, register in my mind if they do win some seats, yeah. And that's why I was always wondering, you know, the sequencing of it, because you already hear in newspapers so many discussions about seat negotiations between the coalition members. Do they need to get the AMNO elections out of the way for before they can actually have a proper discussion and do seat negotiations then for the upcoming state elections? Y- yes, uh, b- because, uh, for example... If you don't do that, let's say, uh, let's say a particular division in, um, uh, sorry, in Selangor is headed by uh, somebody from the faction opposed to Zahid, right? Then uh, during the state elections, uh, that division, and especially its uh, chairperson, will so-called pull the legs of uh, whichever uh, so-called parachute candidate uh, imposed by uh, Zahid, right? Mm. So you would like to, in the ideal case, having most of the divisions being uh, Zahid loyalists, such that if Zahid does parachute somebody young and stellar but obedient into that uh, constituency, then uh, the, the local machineries could uh, really help that candidate instead of otherwise. Yeah. Okay, Isan, one last question for us and very quickly. If, if Amno does very badly at this state polls. Is this the end of Zahid's career and the return of many of those he suspended or expelled? If uh, they do very bad in the state polls, it's the end of the political... Well, it's a temporary end of uh, Zahid's uh, political career, but also Anwar's uh, political career because the federal government uh, would fall within a few weeks. Uh, so this is indeed a life and death uh, battle not only for AMNO, but for the so-called unity government in general. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for your time. That was O. Isan, Principal Advisor at Pacific Research Centre, giving us a very dire warning on the importance of this state elections. Up next, will we finally see citizenship equality for men and women in Malaysia? Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.